uh, great privilege to be here. Um, I don't say this everywhere I go, but I really do love Kentucky. Uh, it's true. I first uh, came here, I believe, when I was about 12 years old, and um, I was the whole time praying because we lived in Atlanta, and so I was the whole time praying, Lord, let it snow, because I know it snows in Kentucky. Please let it snow. And my mom was hearing me praying, Lord, let it snow. And she goes, son, it's July. It's not going to snow. <laughs> but I just thought you guys just had snow whenever you wanted it because Kentucky's that cool. But we really do love it. Uh, Illinois, I'm from the Chicago area. And uh, that's painfully flat. And uh, somebody did something really, really bad a long time ago, and God just smashed the whole state with a frying pan pretty much, and so it doesn't have any beautiful hills like you guys have here. Uh, we were just here a couple of weeks ago, weren't we? Uh, two weeks ago, um, we were up in Florence. I know you guys don't really consider that Kentucky, but it is Kentucky still. Um, but uh, it's just a great, great joy to be here. And, and let me tell you something. Uh, just right out of the gate, God is here. It's not just because of your worshiping tonight or because of what you were doing in expression to him. Uh, the whole way here, <laughs> flying in here, uh, Chase and I could feel that, that what God was uh, doing in advance here and just that there was something very special about this weekend. And again, that's not something that I, that I go around saying. I, I promise you that. That's not, that's not the case. But uh, we could feel just what the Lord was, was stirring in us um, and just, you know, what was, what was taking place in advance. And so uh, I just I want to encourage you with that. I want to encourage you to be in expectancy uh, because um, I know that, you know, the Father doesn't disappoint us. Uh, and, and, and he loves, you know, us expecting him to show up and do incredible things. Really quick, this is always the most painful part for me because it feels a bit like an infomercial. But um, let me explain. We have such a wonderful uh, couple of ladies helping us with the table in the back. These are are what we call a tool table. And uh, these are resources that are there for you to help equip you uh, in doing all the things further that we're talking about uh, this weekend. And so... um, you know, uh, but I want to explain it because uh, otherwise they have to answer questions that they just don't have the answers for because they haven't heard the materials. So if you'd indulge me just a little bit uh, just to explain some of the things that we have uh, back there. Um, I did a six-DVD um, set. We, we had the whole six DVD sets. We, we had about 12 of them that we brought. With us. This, this, this sort of trip started off with us in Boston. And so um, we were in Boston uh, at, at the Cambridge Vineyard and Kingston Vineyard uh, up there and then ended up uh, going from there to um, uh, Denver, which is where we just were at. I can't believe I already forgot. But uh, Denver and then, and then came, uh, came to here. And so they bought out a lot of, a lot of the materials. Even So I had to have Nicole ship some more. But I did a, a six DVD set called Empowered Evangelism. And this is a, you know, we'd say from soup to nuts of, of how to do uh, power evangelism, talking about 
healing, talking about ministry of manifest presence, talking about deliverance. This is my uh, 19-year-old son on the cover right there. My picture is way down at the bottom in the corner. My wife said that's marketing. Uh, The good-looking kid with hair being on the front bigger than my picture way down there in the corner. I'm still healing over that comment that she made about that. But anyway, but uh, there's there's this is about eight hours of teaching. Really cool story. We had this group in uh, this uh, church in Vietnam that um, had written they had written me and asked me if I would send them a complete set. Um, they had seen the movies and stuff like that. And we sent them the set. And it was incredible. The pastor wrote me back, and he said their church had tripled. Now, there was only like 25 of them, but they got 75. Uh, it took them six months to watch the DVDs and translate all the materials. But uh, by, the end of the, by the end of it, the, the church had, or, excuse me, had already tripled in that amount of time. Do I have my bottle? Yeah, I do. I'm going to need that. Still dry from Colorado. But anyway, uh, so those are back there if you're interested. I did a teaching called Dominion Restored. And this is talking about that what Satan stripped from us in the garden was our rule over the planet and our and our our really our our place of reigning, you know, under God's lordship. And um, and and that place that the father, the father wants us to participate. He so graciously gave us the ability and, and, and gave us uh, power to subdue and to rule the earth. And this is a talk about that and about how that doing power ministry restores that, that it strips it from the enemy and it restores that. That's what Christ came to do was to reinstate that back for us. And so we have this, uh, we have these back there for you. Um, I also did a, um, I did a youth conference at the Columbus Vineyard uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, this was a, a uh, we had about 1,200 young people there for this conference. It was called the Oasis Conference. And um, this is a, just talking basically to young people about uh, how that God can use them to do signs and wonders and equip them for that. And so we have these back there. And then how many of you have seen Furious Love? Have you seen Furious Love? Good. There's a lot of you that haven't. We got those back there at the table too. Uh, maybe we could show you a little clip from that tomorrow or something like that. But Furious Love is about people who go do power ministry in really dark environments. And so um, Darren Wilson, the guy who makes these movies, a vineyard guy, he's been in the vineyard for the past 12 years. Um, he's a prof, uh, professor at a, at a Baptist university. <laughs> go figure. Um, and he's, uh, but he's been very, very uh, anointed, really, just to, to make these films. And had an angelic visitation um, while he was in Toronto, Canada, uh, where that uh, there was a specific instructions of, of what to do. And the instructions were this, make that movie. And the angel walked away. <laughs> that was all he came to him and said. And, uh, but with that came really a release of anointing to really do that. And um, he thought he was making um, only 100 copies. And... Uh, to date, I think it's uh, sold over 75,000 uh, copies. And then two, um, we have copies of Father of Lights. I think you guys showed Father of Lights. We have the, the movie back there plus the deluxe version. There's about eight additional hours of DVD uh, footage in here. They're the complete uh, footage of us uh, with the Latin Kings, of my buddy Todd White um, in, in Jerusalem, 
Um, there's tons of stuff there. The, the vineyards in Siberia. Um, there's a woman that was raised from the dead in, in one of the vineyard churches in Siberia. And then also a, a guy that was a communist leader of Siberia that I met in a bar and ended up prophesying to him. And uh, it just rocked his world, and he ended up giving his life to Christ. And his interview is in there. It didn't make the movie, but it's in there as well, so you can pick those up. Anyway, um, so enough of the painful part of all that. And, and this is Chase Welch. Uh, he travels with me, and, and you're going to see a lot of Chase, actually. Um, he's a very, very helpful, very instrumental. Um, can we kick off with doing some prophetic ministry? Is that okay? You said no? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Adam is just so restrictive. You know, he's like, hey, look, whatever. And I was like, now give me a little bit more. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> so we feel really at liberty. Why don't you come on up, Chase? Father, we just thank you just for your spirit and um, just for your presence. And God, that you um, are just so obviously here. And uh, we thank you for that. And, Lord, we just want to just bless uh, what you're doing in this room. We want to bless your people. God, we just want to serve your body. And so, Father, we just thank you just for the privilege just to come and just to be with with family. And so, Holy Spirit, just come and just, just, yeah, just encourage people. Just let your presence just rest on us. Um, Yeah. Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Um, Salzman, would you guys stand up just a minute, please? Um, these guys are from the uh, Baltimore area. Uh, I, I just, I, cool to see you. <laughs> look back there, and there you were. Um, just when I look back over you guys, I just felt like there was just, uh, I saw a picture of you kind of hitting a wall. And hitting something that was just really sort of hard to penetrate. And I just heard the Lord just say, it's like, stay steady. Uh, and and there's, I felt like there was some questions about sort of backing away or, or something or, 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 you know, sort of shifting some things. And I heard the Lord say, keep it steady. That there's just breakthrough, imminent breakthrough is right there uh, for you. And, uh, and just, I just saw this kind of like this cloud that was just sort of over you. And I just heard the Lord just say that he is just dispersing that and that there is just a clarity. Uh, there's been some things you've been asking God for and just from uh, clarity for vision, clarity for purpose. And just and it's been just like bombarding heaven uh, just in, in your hearts. And man, as a pastor, I, I absolutely identify with that. Is this making sense? You know the drill. Don't be nice to me. Tell me the truth. Huh? Okay. And I just, and I just saw just... Uh, uh, yeah, just over you guys' shoulders, just, you know, kind of carrying a weight that's not yours. Uh, so, Father, we just pray right now just your blessing on them. And in the name of Jesus, we just break every bit of that off. We command that cloud to disperse. We command those weights to fall off. And just every distraction of the enemy, just every weight break right now in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we just call just for the wave of your spirit. Just a wave. Just, Lord, let the, let the tide rise of your presence just in their lives, in their home. And, uh, and, and just something that, that uh, just been over the home. And it's because the enemy is really threatened by you and your entire family. There's just a threat there. And so we just call, Father, just for 
uh, just that uh, surge of your spirit, just for that electrical surge of your presence, just even in the home, even where the kids are. Lord, just let it just fill them and over the two of them. Yes, Lord. Amen. God bless you guys. Uh, I've got something for uh, you right here, man. What's your name, man? Mike, can you just stand up for a second? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not hard for you to stand up, I, I feel. Like, I, what, I, I mean, what I mean by that is, like, a lot of people, a lot of people come to church and they kind of, like, play the, play the part. But the Lord, when I see you, man, when I saw you dance and, like, worship, you were really dancing for somebody. And um, a lot of people, I think sometimes people, like, dance just to make commotion, but you dance to worship. And I feel like the Lord was saying that, I just put on my Facebook the other day, I said, the Lord, uh, he doesn't have favorites, but he does have intimates. And I just believe that you're one of his intimates. And I just believe that you, like, have his heart. And I feel like there's just been some voices that try to slow you down. But I just feel like the Lord's just saying, dance louder. Dance, dance, dance more. Because, no, really, because, because when you worship, I say this too, when you worship, it reminds the enemy of where he used to be. And, and so, yeah, so you, so I just believe more of that for you, man. I really do. I really do. I really do. So, so Father, we just, right now, we just, we just hinder any voices that are coming against him, Lord. Yes, and we Lord. just ask him for the boldness to dance louder. Yes, Lord. Lord, dance louder. And we just bind any religious spirit that comes against that right now in Jesus' name. And we just bless him, Lord. Mm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you, brother. When you hear dance louder, I just think of clogging. For some <laughs> <laughs> Gentleman holding the, the blonde-headed child back there. Yeah, what's your name? Mike. Mike, I just saw just uh, just, <laughs> just joy all around you. Um, and I've, I, just, I just heard the Lord just say that he has been, he's shaping you into a Barnabas. And, and Barnabas means son of encouragement. And there's just this encouragement that God has just uh, placed on you uh, to give away and to and to distribute, and 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 it's been a shift. It's been a a, a shift that's occurred in your life, and that God is just saying to you that uh, sort of what it's like what the the assignments that have been against you have been trying to sort of reorder things. But I heard the Lord say, it's just like with, with Paul when he was, you know, picking up the wood and the, the snakes, snake latched on him. He just shook it off. And I just heard the Lord say, shake it off. Don't trust just the, the current circumstances that your eyes see because there's a whole different picture in the spirit realm that God is just breaking out in you. There's a deep prophetic well in you, man. And I just heard, I just heard the Lord say that he's, there, there's, it's almost like there's been veins of it that have been tapped. But there's this really deep vein that God's about to tap uh, and it's about to spring up in, in just a, a new way. And just it's going to but it's when it gets tapped, it's going to shoot up like a geyser. And so I, I just heard the Lord say that that he's he's placed that on you. He's placed that. It's not anything you have to do. You don't have to, you know, just 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 be there. Just be you. And, and God's going to do that for you. And I just saw, too, just a real nurturer. And the Lord is just really uh, just increasing that and it's going to be a very powerful gift for others you know that are around you does this make sense to you okay don't be nice to me listen i'm from chicago don't don't be nice 
tell me the truth. Otherwise, I just don't get it. So, you know, <laughs> Father, we bless Scott, Mike. I didn't get that. We bless Mike. We bless just your hand uh, on his life and just everything, God, that you're doing in the word that you are just, um, Lord, that you're all over him. And Father, we just bless him as a son of encouragement. And we just speak to those deep deposits and we say, spring up, oh well. Spring up. Just spring up in his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead. Uh, I've got something for uh, this couple right here in the front. White. Yep. Mm -hmm. You too. What's What's your names? Chris and Nancy. Can you guys stand up? Cool names. I've got Chase. Yeah. Um, so, like, when I saw you guys, I just felt like, that, I felt like that, um, I felt like the Lord said that what's, what's been trying to stop you is not going to stop you. And I, and I felt like, I felt like that the enemy has tried to come against you guys, but the reason he's done that is because he's afraid of you. And, um, I feel like the Lord, I, when I saw y'all over there, I heard new life. I just heard, I just heard new life. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I just feel like the Lord just wants you to laugh. And I just feel like, I feel like God is just bringing you into a season of just new life, new grace, just new peace. And I just feel, I feel the Lord's going to be giving you new visions, new dreams. And there's just going to be things that he's going to be sharing with you. And, and I just feel that, um, I feel like that the, the things that are impossible are going to become possible. And, and that, and that there's just going to be that, that the impossibility, I love what Bill Johnson said. He says the impossibilities of life. He hasn't had a good day until the impossibilities of life bow to the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's what's coming great, for you. Great. That's what I believe right there. Amen. So can we, can we pray for you guys right now? Okay, cool. How did it, did that make sense? Oh, yeah, cool. Awesome. Good times. God's in a good mood. All right, so, Father, right now we just bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for your grace, for your favor, for your promise. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Lord. Uh, young lady here with the black and the second row, yeah. Um, would you stand up, please? This, what's your name? Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, I feel like there's just been a really, like this big dream that you've had and just this uh, big desire. And I hear the Lord saying that, that it's not just your dream, it's his dream for you. And that it's not something that you've just been saying, you know, that um, this, is, this would be nice if I could have this, if I could do this, if I could. And, and I just hear the Lord saying that, no, it's, it's his dream for you and that you're dreaming the dream that he has for you. Wow. God is going to send you to many places, sweetheart. He's going to send you to many places around the world. There's, this, a, there's a deep deposit that's in you that God just has. There's a great heart of compassion. You can feel. You can look at people and you can feel what they feel. And sometimes it breaks your heart. And sometimes, it, it, sometimes you rejoice with people. But you have that inside of you. And it's a really deep, it's a really deep and powerful thing. It, it, it really reminds me a lot of what I, just being around Heidi Baker, like what I see on her. And I just see that just on your life. And I just want to really encourage you that just the hand of God is on you. And, and the enemy's tried to discourage that. The enemy's really tried to come. And there's just been some, some struggles and tug of wars and, and, and relational things and things like that. But I hear the Lord just saying, just 
as you, as you continue just to fight for that dream because you're fighting for the dream of God in you, okay? And the Lord's going to do it. You're not going to have to strive in it. The Lord's going to do it. He wants it more for you than you want it. Does that make sense? Okay. So, Father, we just bless her in the name of Jesus, and we just thank you. Sweetheart, just put your hands out if you would. Uh, just put them out. Yeah. Holy Spirit, right there. We just release manifest presence. There's healing in your hands. And we just release manifest presence. Yes. Fill them right there. Just the tingle, the heat of God in those hands right there. Be released yeah. in the name of Jesus. Increase. Mm. Increase. And Father, just, just sweep over her, Lord, just with the reality of your presence, of your love. Lord, just knowing that you uh, have, have been shaping her, even from the point of birth, for for what uh, this dream is, and we bless that. Yes, Lord. Yeah. There's great leadership in you. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. Go ahead. All right, awesome. This is good. You can tell, just, it's, you can tell they're just hungry because it's easy for prophetic words to flow when people are hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I have something for my brother... Uh, in the plaid shirt. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. What's your name, sir? Cornell. Can you stand up, bro? Man, you are a warrior, bro. There, I just see, like, I feel like there's an evangelist anointing all over you. And I just see you just crazy, man. Just crazy. And I just, I just ask the Lord to turn that up in your life even more. And I just feel like God's going to send you to some really dark places, and you're just going to be the light. Mm-hmm. And that there's just going to be there. I I really feel like that um, that God's going to use a lot of your story just to really touch people. Mm-hmm. I really feel like you have a testimony, man. That's just that will just shake hell. I feel like that. I feel like that it's just going to shake hell. You're going to plunder hell and populate heaven. And there's yeah. just going to be. I really feel that for you. I stole that from Reinhard Bonnke, but it's good. I was going to say, I knew it. I knew he got it from Reinhard Bonnke. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I feel, man. Does that make sense with you, man? Cool, man. Yeah. Can I pray for you, man? Yeah. Yeah. Can I jump in for a second? Is healing coming in your family? Um, <coughs> there's just, just a, a greater bonding that God is bringing and just a, a strengthening. And two, I, I don't know how, what the, how this relates to you, but I just see like musical notes all around mm-hmm. you. And that you're going to be able to put them in places and together. And that's just going to be able to, to make this incredible melody and things come together. I just see even songwriting inside of you. That God is just going to begin to, you know, pull out of you. And so, um, you know, uh, mm. be encouraged. I hope that makes sense to you. But I, it's, very, it's very clear, you know, for me. So go ahead. Praise go ahead and pray Lord. for him. Yeah. Praise God. Yes, Lord. That's good. Lord, we just thank you for that word, Lord. We just we just bless those those uh, those things that you spoke, and uh, we 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 bless that. Yes, and we Lord. encourage that in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. Amen. Cool. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was ready to keep going, but I'll stop. No, it's it's so hard. It's so hard to transition uh, out of that is because you know you can you can really keep going. I, I, you know, there's, we were just uh, in Colorado and we were uh, meeting with our missions leaders meetings in the, in the vineyard and our, our new national director was talking and uh, he's, he was uh, telling everybody, he goes, 
it was really uh, just an incredible thing. But he was talking about language and God giving you language, you know, language in worship, language in, uh, in, in various languages. And, and he looked and he said, he said, and my, the thing I want to provoke the vineyard to do is to begin to stir up the spirit language. He goes, and, you know, people you could see in their minds trying to figure out what that means. And he goes, people, speak in tongues. You know, speak in tongues on a regular basis. Stir it up, you know. And he was like uh, just really just uh, pr- just sort of uh, prodding the fire, you know, inside of us to just uh, to ignite. And I, as I was hearing that, I was hearing just a, I was reflecting just on my story and just how that God, you know, would would just do that. And if you've if you've been watching a fire in a fireplace, which, uh, you know, I'm sure many of you have. And and just there comes a point where. You just got to, you know, you got to poke at it. You know, you just got to really just take the, the poker and, and move things around and stir that, uh, that flame. And, and I felt like that that is something that has been happening here, that there's been that stirring and sort of that, 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 that poking of the wood and that stirring and moving. Uh, and God is just moving things to a place of, of sort of a white hot level. Uh, and, and I just heard the words, brace yourselves. Uh, to brace yourselves for the impact of what God has for you, and what we're, what our desire to do is to unlock for you, and 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 to help help give you permission to explore the depths of of what God has. When, before I was born, I'm going to share a bit of my story uh, tonight with you. But uh, before I was born, uh, Satan appeared to both my mother and my father separately, and told them that uh, if that if uh, they allowed me to be born, that he would kill both me and my mother at birth and appeared to him separately, but looked exactly the same, you know, at the separate appearances. And my mother was by far the most godly person I've ever known in my entire life. I've never met anybody who had a relationship with God like her. And I don't mean like in a religious sense. I mean, in a true, genuine intimacy with God sense. And uh, she never did anything for people to see. It was just in, in, in just her relationship with God that was really profound. She was a very prophetic woman, uh, an incredible teacher of scripture and preacher. Uh, and, and it was just, you know, just powerful in her life. And, and, and she, her response to the enemy was, I'm not going to put my hand against what God obviously is doing. You want to prevent that because God has his hand obviously on this child. And so, uh, and my father's response was, was quite similar. Um, and I believe that that happened because of what we're here to share with you this weekend. And that is this, and probably the biggest message that I feel that I have to bring is that every one of you have way more power and authority than you realize and way more power and authority than you're currently using. And the Lord wants you to use it. He wants you to step into that. He wants you to explore the depths of that, the heights of that. God wants us to, to, to step out and really explore where that's at. And so many times we're afraid of, of, of stepping into risk or stepping into things that somehow we're going to offend God or we're going to go too far and that it's going to be too much or something along those lines. And what I have found in my life is that the, the father is actually applauding stepping out. And that he's applauding that and, and encouraging that. 
And I believe that the, if you take a look at sort of the original personalities that sort of helped birth what we you know, see as the vineyard movement and that has actually uh, encouraged and blessed and birthed other movements, uh, that, that the big thing that, that is there is that we were a movement in its, in its origin full of risk takers. You had guys like John Wimber uh, who was constantly taking risks. Some of the latest videos uh, that have come out of interviews of his wife and and of his brother-in-law and 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 sister-in-law and 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 uh, them them sort of talking about the you know the old days was that you know John really didn't care what people thought. He really didn't care who got mad. He really didn't care um, you know about those things. And so the 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 man pleasing was sort of you know off of his life. It wasn't something that he was serving. And so that gave him a sense of permission. And so uh, with that, you also had people like Lonnie Frisbee, who was this young hippie street preacher, beach preacher, who was going around doing crazy uh, healings and, and, and would just, you know, stand up at the, you know, at the base of the water on a beach and just say, you know, Jesus loves you. Come to Jesus. Just simple messages, really. People would jump up off their blankets, tears in their eyes, run down, and he would, you know, lead them to the Lord and baptize them right there in the Pacific. And they were constantly taking risks. We have a, a little video of, of Lonnie's life back there. It's a kind of a 38-minute edit, edited version of another video, but it's, it's communicating basically the sense of permission and stepping out. And so you had guys like Blaine Cook and... Uh, these early guys who traveled with John, and they were constantly taking risks. They were constantly taking crazy risks, uh, things that, that just seemed to go, you know, just beyond, you know, uh, just the wisdom of common sense. And, and in that, the Father was meeting them because they were stepping out into that. And if you'll take a look at w- with me uh, in Acts uh, 2.22, and of course, we know that this is the... Uh, uh, the, the birthday of the church, uh, the day of Pentecost was the birthday of the church. It was the birth and the release of the church. Uh, and, and here you just had moments before, I mean, the confusion that had to be going on in the disciples. Following Jesus had to be the most confusing experience anyone could ever endure. And part of it is because, see, you and I have grown up in Sunday school classes or catechism classes, and we sort of have seen and we've heard the text again and again and again or watched the VeggieTales version of it or whatever. And we've become inoculated to the power of the surprise of of being in that moment. And so uh, we've just heard it again and again, so we know what's going to happen next. These guys didn't know what was going to happen next. And many times Jesus didn't even tell them what was going to happen next. And that would indicate to us that also Jesus probably was just following moment by moment, not even quite sure what was going to happen next. Because he was, he was demonstrating for us the risk that we were supposed to live. So he had to be in that fully human state, in that fully place of being able to be surprised as well. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a fair demonstration of being fully human, empowered by the Holy Spirit as he was. And so... We see that taking place, and so here the disciples, I mean, they come into uh, Jerusalem, palm branches everywhere. I mean, the disciples have got to be like, man, this is the, you know, here the population isn't trying to stone us and throw us out. They're actually welcoming us. They're, they're, They're crying, Hosanna. I mean, this really rocks. We finally have gotten, you know, here's the time we're taking over. 
This whole system is being turned upside down. I mean, they're excited. They're ecstatic. You know, finally, our time has come. And the next thing they know, you know, just days later, Jesus is hanging on a cross, bleeding out in front of the entire world. I mean, absolute mayhem and confusion for them. This had to be a terribly confusing place. Yet, that place of the cross, I believe with my whole heart, was the throne of God on this earth. It is where he ruled and reigned. It's where he came back and he took back that place. And I love how Greg Boyd says, you know, the way God flexes his muscles is by dying on a cross. It's the power of God, that place of humility. And so then, you know, Jesus, they're like, okay, he's back from the dead. Now this has to mean this is it. Now they're assigning cabinet positions. I'm going to be secretary of state. I'm vice president. You know, I mean, they're just, they're just ecstatic. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of, of their enthusiasm, they're standing on the Mount of, of Ascension, and Jesus starts raising up in the air. I mean, here they were, you know, ready to take over. And the absolute confusion that had to be in that moment. And Jesus just disappears and says, hey, go into all the world and preach. He was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We were supposed to overthrow the Romans. And so there was all this confusion that had to be there. And then Jesus tells him, says, go, go to the upper room, you know, go to the place, wait for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to come. What you need, you know, is about to come. And so then, of course, you know the story. Now, let me point something out. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit comes in and the scripture says, you know, it's like a sound of a gale force wind that comes in. And the, and the people are filled with the Holy Spirit. There's this baptism of fire that takes place. And they're filled. They begin to speak in tongues. At the sound of the Spirit, the nations of the world come running. At the sound of the Spirit, the representatives of all of the world just come rushing in because they hear the sound. If for many of them, it could be a confusing sound. But the reality, there was something familiar in their, in their spirit because spirit cries out the spirit. And so they come just rushing in at the sound of the spirit of God, moving again on human flesh, moving again on these tabernacles, inhabiting them. There was just this cry. Now take a look. And Peter, Peter just moments before. Now we really want you to get this. this all of this is laying foundation of what we're going to be talking about. Just moments before, is probably curled up in the corner before the Holy Spirit came, probably curled up in the corner in the fetal position, sucking his thumb, terrified that the Romans are going to come and kill him, and they're going to put him on a cross just the same. You know, dear God, what are they going to do to me? They're going to destroy me. This is horrible. I mean, he was abs- had to be absolutely terrified. And then the Holy Spirit comes, and all of a sudden you see Peter do something exact opposite of what we see him curled up in that fetal position in the corner is that the scripture says, and Peter stood up. And as Peter stood up, you know, transformation came. As he stood up, there is risk in us taking a stand. There is that place. He was in fear. He could have been killed. All of that could have happened. But in standing up, empowerment comes. In us standing up, empowerment comes. And he says this. If you take a look at Acts, I could read a lot here, but let me just focus in on Acts 2.22. He says, people of Israel, listen. God publicly endorsed Jesus the Nazarene by doing miraculous wonders and signs through him, as you well know. And I just want to focus on that one verse. As you and I step into the ministry of Jesus... 
signs and wonders show up. As you and I step into the risk that Jesus walks in, signs and wonders show up. As you and I step into the same heart and attitude that Jesus had to do those signs and wonders, power comes. All of those things are crucial to see it happen because it comes out of relationship, which we know, of course, Christ had. It comes out of that place of humility, of surrender, not trying to be somebody, not trying to be, you know, important, not trying to be, you know, significant, not trying to be any of that, you know, and and, and just in that place of surrender, in that place. And here he says, the ministry of Jesus is endorsed by the Father with signs and wonders. And the, what, the question that comes in, many of us are sort of look back and we sort of see the miraculous acts, see stuff on the movies, whatever the case may be. And we're going, man, I'd really like to do that. I really want to do that. I really want to step into that. I don't know if I have enough faith. I don't know if I have the ability. I don't know if I even understand how to do it. I'm not sure. I'm not. And, the, and the reality is, is that we're saying, God, if you would just give that to me, I would just go do it. If you would give that to me, I would step into it. He has when he gave you the Holy Spirit. He gave you all of it. There's nothing that has been withheld. When Darren Wilson first called me about uh, furious love, I told him, I said, the only way that I want to be a part of this is if there's a strong communication in this movie that everybody can do this. To some level that everybody can do this. You know, and that's, that's the desire is to, is to give that, that permission and to give that blessing of saying, step out, step out and find this, step out into this place. And the Father is waiting. He is there to endorse the ministry. Now we stop and think, I've got to earn it. I've got to hold my breath. If I just fasted more. If I just, you know, if I just was a better worshiper, if I just was holier, if I just read my Bible enough. And the reality is, is that you can never be good enough to earn or deserve the work of the cross. None of us can. There's no, there's no way. So don't even try. The thing that we can do is yield to it. I was a youth pastor and I was... Uh, uh, at at a church, and I, this one particular day, I, I, I had been a I had been a part of I had been one of uh, several youth pastors at a really large church in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I was uh, uh, I had left that church. There was a lot of real brokenness and a lot of really just messed up stuff in it, and I wanted to get away from it as quickly as possible. I ended up going to a much smaller church and being the youth pastor there. And I just really felt like, man, the pastor was just abusive towards me. That's what, how I felt. He had asked me that morning I came in. And kind of being at a really, really big church, I had really felt like the, I was like a player on a Super Bowl team. I didn't play on a Super Bowl team, but I kind of felt like I was because, you know, of, of being in this really big church. And so he came in and he goes, yeah, you know, today what I need you to do is I want you to take my laundry to the dry cleaners Drop it off. I want you to take my car to the car wash and wash it. And I don't want you to take it through one of those drive-through cars. I want you to get the sprayer out. I want you to scrub it. I want you to wash it. And I'm t- I've got a, you know, a bag of chamois in the back, and I want you to hand dry it off. And this was all like on church time. And I was sitting there like, that is not in my job description. You know, what do you think you're doing? And I just was feeling very abused. I was feeling very unappreciated. But uh, I valued my job, and so I went to do it. 
uh, very, uh, not even half-hearted, probably eighth-hearted. I didn't have any, you know, motivation in it whatsoever. And so I go and I'm doing this stuff and I come back and I'm all mad and I'm ticked off and I'm like, this isn't in my job description. How dare he? Doesn't he, you know, doesn't he know that I was a part of this really cool church with a really, you know, big staff and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just, and I was just really bitter and angry and upset. And, you know, I'll show him, you know, I'm not going to dry off the bumper. You know, I was just really mad. So I'm sitting there and then his wife, it was his wife's job to answer the phones and sort of, she was sort of the, the sort of the secretary of the church and the you know, handle different things like that. And so the phone's ringing and ringing, ringing. She's not answering it. I'm like, oh, great. Now I got to do her job too, along with the laundry and washing the car. And so I pick up and I answer the phone and I said, I said the name of the church and, and it was uh, the name of the church was New Life Worship Center. I am actually changing the name to protect the innocent or the guilty based on how you look at it. But I, I answered the phone and I said, I said, New Life Worship Center really angry and curt, kind of like, may God have mercy on your soul for calling such a place. Do you know what they do to me around here? <laughs> you know, I didn't say that. All of that was in my head. And I had just heard on the other end of the line, I heard this woman say, yeah, um, you know, she goes, I, I don't know what to ask for. She goes, you know, my, my, my dad is going to surgery. This is his third heart bypass surgery. She goes, you know, things don't look good. He's not in a in good place. His, you know, the doctor thinks he may not even make it. And so uh, she goes, we had to beg him to do the surgery. And she goes, we really need to see something happen. She goes, I need somebody to do something. She goes, I don't know what you guys do, but could somebody, you know, rub some beads or burn a candle or something for us? And, and she goes, we're not really church people. And she goes, but we need something. And I was like, well, I can pray for you. And in my head, I was sitting there thinking, I'm going to do just kind of a one, two, three, get you off the phone as fast as possible so I can go back to being better, you know, type prayer. And so I started to pray, and I was like, you know, Lord, just be with this family. I pray that you just, you know, direct the doctors, help them out. I pray that they have, you know, their affairs in order. I pray that they've put things in place. I pray they have insurance, you know. And basically what I was doing is I was digging a hole and shoving this guy's body in before he was even dead yet. You know, I mean, I was doing his eulogy like over the phone. And so I'm like, you know, just be with them in their time of loss and comfort them and their peace, you know. And so in the middle of all that, now you have to understand, I mean, like I never prayed for anybody and saw anybody healed. I mean, it was, it was actually at the other church I was at, it was a running joke that if you want to die, ask Robbie to pray for you for healing. You know, because people, I, I pray for colds and it turned into pneumonia, you know, and, and seriously, I, I've heard people's stories like that, but it really would always get, you know, people get paper cuts and they'd have to have an amputation later because I prayed or something. And so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm talking uh, to them and I'm like, you know, and I'm just praying this prayer, this sort of one, two, three, get off the phone so I get back to being mad type prayer. And then all of a sudden I just hear in my spirit, not as an audible voice, but I just hear just in my spirit, get out on a limb. Let me explain something to you. I don't like heights. I don't like going up in, in, in heights and things like that. And, and I was sitting there going, I don't climb trees. I don't like climbing trees. Why would I want to get out on a limb? And I was taking this literal. And I didn't realize because, you know, how many of you hate to be interrupted when people talk? You're talking and you hate it when people interrupt you. You can raise a hand. Nobody's going to be mad at you. You know, and, and, and you hate it. Don't you hate that? I hate that. And all of a sudden I hear, get out on a limb, and I'm like, excuse me, 
I was in the middle of talking here. How could you interrupt? And then all of a sudden it occurs to me, this could be God. And I was like, you like talk back. I didn't know that you actually would respond to this, you know. And so I was like, get out on a limb. I don't like trees. I don't like heights. I don't want to get out on a limb. There's not even any trees on this property. Why would I want to do that? I was thinking everything just literal at the moment. And then I heard him say, take a risk. Now, how do we spell faith in the vineyard? R-I-S-K. That's what this weekend's about. Well, I didn't know that. I'd never been around the vineyard. I'd never heard any teachings from John Wimber or any of the other guys. I didn't know anything about that. So when I heard take a risk, I'm like, there's no risk to take. This guy's dying. You know, he's going to be dead probably by the time this conversation's over because I prayed for him. You know, I mean, that probably sealed the deal right there. And so I'm sitting there and I have absolutely no faith about this whatsoever. And then, and then, I'm sitting here, take a risk, what does it mean? There's no risk to take. It's it's not like God's going to even heal them. They're not even Christians. I mean, he doesn't even really heal his own kids. Why would he heal a non-Christian? In my mind, literally, that's what I was thinking. Why would he do that? We beg, plead, and all that, and he doesn't even heal us. Why would he want to heal one of them? They're on the other side. And then I heard, open your mouth and I'll fill it. Now, that is a scripture from the old King James. How many of you have heard that scripture? Open your mouth and I'll fill it. I always thought that meant food. (laughs) I just imagined like a mother bird picking up a worm, biting it into bits and pieces and dropping it in little, you know, chirping baby bird's mouths. And that he was saying, I'll feed you food. And I was like, I just had lunch. Why would I want food? I don't have any need for food. And then it occurred to me, he was saying, I want you to say something that you normally wouldn't say. And I'm going to fill it. Put something out there. And I was like, these people don't go to our church. They don't tithe. They don't give anything here. What's there to lose? There's nothing here to lose. And so I said, you know, God is about to. And I didn't know what I was going to say next. And I just sort of went for broke. And I said, completely heal your father. I said, a matter of fact, God's going to give him a brand new heart. And God's going to give him brand new lungs to go with it. Have you ever heard yourself say something? (laughs) And you wished with all your might you could reach out in the air, grab those words before it hit the ear of the listener, hold on to them, pull them back, swallow them, destroying any evidence of saying something so stupid. You know, and just, you know, just destroy the evidence. Anybody, you know, if you're a married man. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And so I'm saying this. As soon as I say, as a matter of fact, he's going to give him new lungs to go with it. I said, now, wait a minute. I'm interrupting me. I said, now, wait a minute. I have never prayed for anybody and they've been healed. As a matter of fact, people I pray for usually die. And you need to know that because nobody I ever pray for gets healed. I can't pray for healing for your father. That is nothing I can do. I don't know anything about that. And I said, I did have, you know, a cousin who had a friend who said they got healed, but I think they were lying. I don't think it actually even happened. So I don't even know that that. And she said, you said God was going to give my dad a new heart. I said, yes, but. And she goes, thank you. And she hung up the phone. Man, when I heard the click of that phone, my heart dropped to my toes. And I was like, oh, dear God, we're going to get sued. I'm going to, they're going to sue the church. I'm going to lose my job. 
you know, now I'm sitting there thinking, I wonder if his wife has laundry that needs to be done. Maybe I can go wash her car just to save my job. You know, my mind is racing. I'm like, I need to get my resume together. This is bad. This is stupid. What, who, who do I think I am? You know, and that thought was just going on and on in my mind. And so uh, probably about maybe 45 minutes, an hour goes by. The father was going into surgery at that exact moment that she called. And so about 45 minutes, hour or so passed by, and, and the phone rings again, and I, I answer the phone again, and I say the name of the church, and, and I, all I heard on the other end of the line is I heard, And we had this girl in our youth group that was always getting her mom's car in accidents. She was always wrecking her mom's car. And, of course, she thought it was a part of her youth pastor's job description to call her mother for her to explain that she'd wrecked the car again. And her name was Shanda. And so I said, Shanda, hang up and call me back when you're calm. And I hung up the phone. And so about another 30 minutes passed by. The phone rings again. I answer the phone. And I heard, please don't hang up this time. And I recognized it was that woman. And I thought, oh, my God, I killed her dad. He's dead because I prayed for him. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I am so, so sorry. Please forgive me. I'm so, so. She goes, what are you sorry for? And I was like, your dad, he's dead. She goes, what? And I was like, he's dead. And she goes, no, my dad's not dead. She goes, that's what I'm calling you for. She goes, when they opened up my father's chest, she said he had a scar on the outside on his skin. But on the inside, she said he had had, had three previous uh, heart uh, surgeries, heart bypasses. She, this was his third, I think, actually. But she said he had had previous heart surgeries, and they actually had replaced a valve in his heart with the valve from a pig. And she said when they opened it up, there was no previous scar tissue, and that valve was gone. And the doctor said that he had a heart of a 30-year-old man. And you know what I said? Are you sure? And she goes, what? I said, are you sure? And she goes, yes, I'm sure. I just talked to the doctor. I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Nobody gets healed when I pray for them. Nobody. People get worse. This doesn't happen. And she goes, I'm telling you, I just talked to the doctor. I'm telling you what the doctor said. I said, I don't believe it. And she goes, I'm telling you. I said, I need to see some proof. And she goes, are you really a pastor? And I said, yes, I am. And I'm not a gullible one at that. I want to see proof of this. She came that next Sunday to church and she brought the facts from the doctor. That was actually happening in Dallas, Texas. She was living in Atlanta, Georgia. She brought the facts and showed me. And I looked at this fact and I was blown away. I mean, it totally matched exactly what she told me on the phone. And I remember sitting there and I was looking at this and I was like, God, I had, there was no faith here on my part. There was no expectancy. None of that. And the Lord spoke to me so clearly. And he said, Robbie, he goes, I am looking for people that are available for me to use. Your gift to God is availability. God's gift to you is ability. He says, you go first. You be available and the ability will meet you there. John Wimber, the founder of the vineyard, used to say it this way. You go and I'll show up. But you have to go. You have to step out. I'll show up. I'll meet you there. I'll meet you in that moment. 
after that episode, I was scared to pray for anybody else. Now, you would have think that would have just unpulled the cork on everything in my life, right? I was like, I've got one good one. Let's just savor it. By the way, I didn't finish a part of the story. She said, I was so shocked. She said, not only did his heart get healed. She goes, I didn't tell you this. She goes, you said that his lungs would be healed too. She goes, my dad only had a half lung on that side. And she goes, when they checked it out, he had an entire lung. He had a whole lung, a complete creative miracle that God had done in this man's life. Guys, let me tell you, there was this, I was blown away. I was like, I wouldn't pick me to do that. I had a bad attitude that day. I'm quite sure I'd not even done done my quiet time devotionals that morning. (laughs) I'm quite sure that I was hollering at people on the road as I was going to church. And I certainly was hollering at people on the road after I had to wash the pastor's car. I mean, there was just nothing. I had a bad attitude. I mean, there was nothing, no servant heartedness in me. I mean, it was just, it was really horrible. And yet in the midst of all that, God breaks in and he's looking for people that are available for him to use. He's looking for people that are willing to step out into that. Now, something happened later for me that was really, that else that was really profound. And that was a really impact, being impacted by the Holy Spirit personally, where I received something personal from the Holy Spirit. I, I, I had left that particular church and went to be, uh, went to be a youth pastor at another church. And uh, this church was actually smaller than that church. Um, it was a church that had been around for many, many years. Actually, this particular church, Christ from the Nations, had come out of. Uh, guys like Kenneth Copeland got his start there. They had pictures from William Branham preaching there and Billy Graham and Oral Roberts. I mean, this church had a rich, rich history. And so I was youth pastoring at this church. And I remember one night, the pastor had invited this lady from Finland. And it was a little short. I mean, I thought Finnish people were like, you know, like really tall, but she was like this really short, I mean, under five foot Finnish lady. And she could barely speak any English. And I remember sitting there and it was driving me crazy, you know, and, and she gets up and she's talking and she's trying to tell her story, but she could barely speak English. Nobody else could speak Finnish, so nobody could help her out. And she gets up and she's saying, I go to conference, yeah, and I get touched by Holy Spirit, yeah. And she's like talking about this guy. She keeps mentioning this guy, Wimber. And she's like, and Wimber pray for me, yeah. And she goes, I get drunk, yeah, and touched by spirit, yeah. You know. And I'm sitting there go, okay, great. Wimber, you're drinking, buddy, and you get smashed on a regular basis. Good for you. Why are we listening to this? And I was like, I looked at my wife. I'm like, why can't he pick somebody who could at least speak English, you know, to speak here? I mean, really, this is absurd. I looked at her. I said, just get your stuff and let's go. She goes, you're the youth pastor. You can't go. And I was like, you're right. I hated that. And so I sat there and and then she starts praying for people. And she goes, you want prayer? Come forward. Yeah, you know. And so people get up and they start coming forward. She starts praying for them. And the unthinkable begins to happen. People start falling to the ground. You have to understand, I had been in a church that was like a a big sort of TBN type church. And I I had seen every trick in the business. I had seen, I had people try every, would you do me, would you help me out, man? Come, Come step up here. What's your name? Caleb. Caleb. Come here, Caleb, if you would. 
And you're going to have to work with me here a little bit. Just, yeah, just stand right there. So we all know sort of the hand shove move, right? You know, where it's like, yeah, see, you already know it. See, I didn't even touch him. Now that's, that's when they're really good. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're really, really easy to receive in. You know, but all of a sudden they start doing this and they start pushing them back and further and further. Just receive, receive, receive it right now, you know. And then there's the, then there's the, uh, the hand or, or the rock. The rock is another one where it's just like, just put your hands out just to receive. Well, I mean, that's more us really then, you know, but then they just start kind of going like this. Like, come on, come on. Just work with me here. Just, you know, let it go. Just fall. Okay. <laughs> You know, and then finally you just sort of rock them down. And then there's the hand shift. This is the one that I think actually has a, is like almost like a fine art in many ways. Put your hands out if you would. Now, close your eyes. Close your eyes. And so all of a sudden you sort of put, now I actually pray for people's hands all the time. So you'll see me do that. But I'm not doing the hand shift just so you know. So you put their hands on their hands. Well, he's got his eyes closed. You know, I'm pushing him like this. Okay. Don't, don't give it to me. Hang on just a second. I got, there's a little, there's a little more here. So as, a, as I'm sort of shoving him, typically you kind of brace yourself. You know, you kind of push back a little bit, right? Well, see, at that point of pushing back, push back this way, as a point of kind of pushing back, what you do is you sort of slide back, slide forward. Well, they kind of catch themselves. Well, at the point of catching, they just kind of do like that and just take them all the way. Don't do this. This is not training for that, okay? Give Caleb a big hand. He really did a great job. So I'm looking for short little finished chick. I'm like, what's her strategy? What's her technique? You know, and I'm sort of walking around looking and I'm like, and I go back to my wife and I said, this is evil. This is bad. I can't believe it. And all of a sudden she looks at me and she goes, I'm going up there for prayer. She goes, there's something here. And I'm like, you better believe there's something here. There's a load of it here as a matter of fact. And she goes, she goes, I'm going up for prayer. And I'm like, what? And she goes, yes. And I said, actually, because my wife and I had, you know, kind of the best in the business try to get us down. I mean, there's actually somebody really, really famous that actually my wife would not go down. And they actually punched her in the stomach. because she went, And she was pregnant at the time. Yeah, I wanted to punch him in the face. But anyway, I did not. And thank God nothing happened. But he did. He got mad because she wouldn't give it to him. She wouldn't just go down. So I'm sitting there and I, I look at her and I said, actually, you're the best person for this. Because you will expose the darkness that is in this room. You will be the one that will tear the veil of deception that is swallowing up this church right here and now. And so I said, yes, you're perfect for this. So she steps up there and the woman comes over and she barely touches my wife. And my wife just goes back and I was like, I was like, the Red Sea's parted again. I mean, this was like a big miracle for my wife. I mean, nobody could get this on my wife. And I'm like looking and I'm like, no way, that didn't just happen. And all of a sudden she gets up off the floor, like, you know, about 20 minutes later. And she comes back and she looks at me and she goes, this is real. And I'm like, you've been deceived. The devil has taken over your head. And she goes, no, Robbie, this is real. And you need it. And I was like, ah. I thought, actually, Lord, you want to use me to expose the darkness. I am your humble servant. Here am I. Send me. 
I will go for you. <laughs> so I stepped up, and the little Finnish lady comes over to me, and she goes, you want prayer, yeah? And I was like, yeah? And she goes, I'll pray for you. And I said, well, I'm not closing my eyes. And she goes, okay. And I was like, what? That's part of the strategy, you know? And so she comes over to me, and I was like, don't push me. Now, I always had this thing. You have to understand, I played football. And so I, I was on the line. I was a guard. So I would always, when these people go to pray for me, I put my foot behind the other foot. So I'd stand like this. Because you could get past this one. But Big Bertha back here, <laughs> she ain't moving. And so I'm standing there, and I'm just sort of looking at this lady. And she comes up, and she goes, she has to reach up practically on her tippy toes. She goes up to touch my forehead, and she goes, no. And I was like, that's right, sweetheart. <laughs> and she goes, no. She goes, father, you do it. <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking, your little Jedi mind tricks aren't working on me. <laughs> As I began to go backwards. And I start rocking back. And I'm going, there's no way. My eyes are open. And I'm like, I'm going back. And I said, no way. And as I put my hands up like that, going back, saying, no way, I froze exactly like that for three hours. (laughs) The guy catching people doesn't catch me until I'm 18. And he was like, everybody will go down in this whole room. But Robbie and Angie, they'll never go down. Never go down. He doesn't catch me until I'm 18 inches from the floor. The impact of my weight hitting him split his pants from zipper to belt loop. No joke. He had to take his coat off and tie it around his waist to catch people for the rest of the evening because it just split his pants in two. So I'm laying on the floor like this. People are coming by taking pictures of me. I'm not kidding you. They're taking pictures of me. I've been waiting for those pictures to surface on Facebook for years. They so far have not. But they were taking pictures of me as I'm like laying on the ground. I couldn't speak. I could see everything, but I couldn't move my eyes. Tears are streaming down from the sides of my eyes, puddling my ears, driving me crazy, but I can't touch them because I'm frozen. And I'm sitting, I'm just laying there and I'm like, what is going on? What is going on? I'm panicking in my head and my mind. I'm like, what is happening to me? And then all of a sudden, as my eyes are open, after a long period of time, it seemed like hours, all of a sudden, I, I saw this picture, and I saw the Valley of Dry Bones. You know, many people in, in, who have experienced renewal have seen that same picture. And I just saw this vast valley. Now, you've heard that, I'm sure, about Ezekiel and him going to the valley. And we sort of picture skeletons sort of laying on top of each other. Let me tell you something. When it says dry bones... These bones were far more than just skeletons. I mean, when you reached out, when I I reached out to touch them, as soon as at the touch, they just turned to powder. They were so parched, so dry. I mean, void of any water, any fluid at all. And I just, I was like, and so the Lord spoke to me, just like, as you go, can these bones live? And I was like, absolutely not. I mean, I had no faith for the bone. These are powder. These are powdery bones. This is not going to happen. And I was like, no, no way. There's no way. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to prophesy the bones. And I was like, what do you prophesy to bones? I mean, it was almost, it really was like scripture just left me. Like I didn't have any understanding of where I was or what I was seeing at all. I mean, it wasn't like, oh yeah, these are those, that's, this is that valley. None of that was there. 
And I'm looking, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, call the bones to life. You know, begin to prophesy. Call them to come together. Call them to stand up. Call the muscles to come on. And call the skin to come on. And I'm like, call the skin. I'm like, okay. And I'm just going along here because I'm frozen anyway. I can't move anyway, so why not? And so I just started speaking this, and I saw the bones rattle, and I saw it mount up as, as an army, just like in Scripture. And I remember the Lord telling me, he says, that's what I want you to do. And I was like, I'm going to go find graveyards. You know, I'm thinking of this in the literal sense of how is this going to work? How is this? And about that time, all of a sudden, I began to get my feeling back. I began to move. I began to get up, and I get up, and I go back. And my wife was sitting. Everybody had cleared out of the church now. It had been hours that I'd been on the floor. And I go back to my wife, and I looked at her, and I, I, was, I was just like, that's the weirdest experience I had ever said. And I went to say that to her, and I looked at her, and I went, and I could hear it. And she goes, what? And I went, and she goes, she thought I had gone deaf. She goes, I don't understand you. And I was trying to say, don't holler so loud. I'm like, and she goes, what? And I was like, and I ran to the bathroom. I thought, oh, dear God, he struck me dumb because I was making fun of a lady who couldn't speak English. He has smitten me with muteness because I was mocking the woman who couldn't speak proper English. And so I'm looking in front of the mirror in the bathroom in the, in the, in the church, and I'm like, okay, okay, get a grip. I can beat this, you know? And so I'm like, and then I was like, all right, what I need to do is I need to speak faster. I just got to get faster. Then I'm like, I'm like, nothing was working. Now, you have to understand, I've been filled with the Holy Spirit when I was nine years old. I was speaking in tongues at nine years old. This was not that. Trust me, this was not that. And finally, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I was like, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm supposed to be like a preacher, a minister, the youth pastor. What am I going to do? This has just ruined my whole career, you know. And, and, and so I come out, and my wife is waiting outside the bathroom. She goes, come on, let's just go home. I'm like, can't be And so we start walking home. We live like a couple of blocks from the church. The closer we get to home, the further we get from church, the drunker I get. So we're walking, and I'm like, and I'm like, sing that. You know, everything's starting to tingle and get buzzy. And I'm like, <laughs> and she was pushing the stroller because we had our oldest son. And she goes, what's wrong with you? And I was like, <laughs> and so she grabs me by the belt. She's holding me by the belt trying to walk. And she said I started singing. I don't remember that part. But she was like, you were like, <laughs> you know, and I was like walking and singing. And nothing, nothing intelligible whatsoever. We finally, get to, we finally get home, and I'm standing at the base of the bed, and she just, like, shoves me in the bed. And I'm just like, yeah, you know. And I, I had, I mean, I had my clothes on. I didn't take, you know, didn't put, like, you know, shorts and a T-shirt on or anything. I laid face down, like, all night long. And when I got up out of that, it was, like, actually the best night's sleep I'd had in a long time. When I got up off the bed, I was like, I'm ruined. This is just, you know, this is ruined. And I go into the bathroom. And I look in the mirror and I said, that's the weirdest. And it came out in perfect English. And I was like, 
<laughs> you know, and I was like, I could talk, I could talk. I kind of felt like Wilbur the pig, you know, from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> I could actually, factually talk. I was like so excited. I came running out and telling my wife, I'm like, I could talk, I could talk. She goes, thank God, that was so weird. What was that? I'm like, I don't know, but I'm not sure if I want to experience it. But at the same time, it was incredible. And so we sat down, we started talking about this, and we began to realize God was doing something. After that, we started praying for people, and people would get touched the same way. I mean, you had to realize, I mean, I was quite offended by this. I was never invited to this. I never said yes to this. It just sort of came over me. And I was like, you know, and I would pray for people. And then it, all of a sudden, mayhem kind of came in the church. Like, like I mean, like people were angry, were furious. They were like, we don't want this. Everybody got upset. And they ended up firing the pastor. Crushed me. And so we, we, we ended up leaving that church and we went to go be youth pastors at a Mennonite church. And I was like, this is a safe place. <laughs> Mennonites are safe. Mennonites are, you know, they're just chilled, easygoing, you know. They, 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 nobody hollers, you know, nonviolent. This is, these are the people that, that are going to be the easier people to kind of be around with. And then those guys started going up to this thing called the Toronto Blessing. Now, I'm going to tell you something. There is nothing uglier on the planet than a bunch of drunk Mennonites. I mean, it's just sick. You know what I mean? And these guys come back, and they're like, you know, they're laughing. They're like, and I'm like, what is wrong with these people? And then it began to hit me again. I thought I was clearing away from that troublemaking stuff. And it began to, and it seemed like, I was like, can I ever get away from this? And then the Lord was telling me, no, why would you? And finally, just diving in, and after having an incredible, and I'm jumping through a lot of history, after jumping into that, we, we began to realize that, man, God's power was there to transform the lost. And we started praying for people, and one of the things that we began to find is all the people before that I always prayed for were always believers for healing. All the people that I always prophesied to before were always believers. And I always, I always operated in some prophetic gifting, you know, from, from like early, mid-20s on. I don't want to make it sound like my entire life. But as I began to start doing that, we began to see more happen. We began to see that with unbelievers, that there was a higher level, that you would, it would happen faster. Healing would happen faster. There would be more clear prophetic words. There was this incredible stuff that began to take place. And we began to be like, whoa, I didn't know this was available to us. And I remember looking at the scripture for the first time. I'd heard it thousands and thousands of times growing up at a pastor's home, missionary's home. But I remember looking at the scripture where Jesus said, signs and wonders are for the unbelievers. And I remember realizing there's something that we've sort of skipped here. There's something that we've sort of, you know, bypassed in this. And that doesn't mean God wants to shortchange us. But guys, if we had 10 people here that were unbelievers and 10 people here that were believers... And both groups needed healing, and we're praying for them for healing. Who do you think is going to get it first? The unbelievers. They're going to get it first. They're going to get it faster. Now, I always thought, is that because God doesn't like us as much? Is that because, you know, he likes them better? The answer is no, not at all. There is a higher level of resistance with you and I as believers. Satan is battling against us. You know, far stronger. And we'll get into a lot more of that tomorrow. But there's a higher level resistance with us. With them, he's like, I got them. They're mine. No need to fight. And so, but in order to see more power, in order to see renewal sustainable in the church, 
We need to plant those seeds of power outside of the church and we reap them in the church. You plant them outside of your family and you reap them in your family. You plant them other places and you will reap them. You will see it. And these guys that were the founders of the vineyard, these guys that were the early pioneers, they knew that. They knew that. They were passionate evangelists. They were passionately going out and sharing their faith. They were passionately demonstrating the power of God on a regular basis. And you and I have a tendency, the majority of people that we pray for are other Christians. And if that is all you do, I was speaking at Randy Clark's place up in in, uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I said, man, if all you ever do is pray for other Christians for healing, you're going to get depressed. And it's true. Because at some point, you're going to see power ebb. And we have to remember to see that continue to stir, to see that stay effective. We've got to take that power outside outside of the church. John Wimber used to say, the meat is in the street. The best of power ministry is in the street. Now, I want to see it in the church. I'm passionate about that. I'm committed to that. But I know that in order to see that, that we have to plant those seeds out there in order to reap them in here. Because that was the ministry that Jesus did. And it had the endorsement of the Father through signs and wonders in doing it. And so I want to press you. I want to encourage you. Tomorrow, we're going to be pressing into that. And how can we do that? How can we release that? And what does that look like? And what does God want to do, you know, with you guys through that? The Lord wants to do that. God is not holding back on you. You know, I've all, the, all the, you know, the, you know, since this Father of Lights just inundated, uh, Todd and uh, White and I were talking about this, just inundated with all these emails of, you know, why does God smile on you guys and not on us? It's not true. We're just always doing it. We're just constantly engaging. We're always walking in. I took my family to the zoo the other day, and we were, we were walking around looking at lions and looking for crutches. We were looking at monkeys and looking for casts. You know, we were looking for braces and, you know, looking at zebras. You know, we were like, I told all the kids as we were going, I was like, let's scan the area for people who need healing. Let's just go after them. We're going to look at all the things, but let's also be aware you know, of all the ways that God can break in. And guys, God wants to do these things too. He wants to use you more than you want to be used. He wants to use you more than you want to be used. And so it's not about him withholding. It's about him engaging. All right, let, let's step into some of this really quick. Is somebody here, is, is, there, is there a problem, anybody having a problem with like degenerating discs or, or just especially lower back pain where you're currently in pain right now? And you're having that in the lower part of your back, or it could even be the middle part of your back. You come up. Anybody else having that in the lower part of your back? Pain in the lower part. Come on up. Anybody else? Okay. Come on. Come on up if you would. What's your name, man? Brent. Brent. Let me use this. Okay. Step over here. Where is the pain at? Lower back. Lower back. Right, right back here. Okay. Do me a favor. Move around and kind of check it. But here, just no, come up, come up here if you would. Just stick close if you would. And so, you, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So uh, lower, it's uh, so you, you can feel the pain right now. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so let's give that a ten. I know that there's probably it probably goes up higher or things like that, but let's give it for right now a ten. Zero's no pain. Okay. And so, but you're at right now where you're, wherever you're at, that's at a ten. How long has this been going on? Three, four years. Three or four years. What happened? Okay, and it's Brent, right? Brent. Brent, okay. Do me a favor, Brent. Just turn this way if you would. I'm just going to put my hand on the, on the bottom part of your back. Is that okay? Okay, right there. 
Father, we thank you for healing power, and we thank you for Brent. By the authority of Jesus Christ, I just command this back to come into alignment. Vertebrae line up right now. I command just any um, loss of bone mass be restored by the authority of Jesus Christ right now. I just command these nerves to be loosed, muscles relax, pain, get out right now. Back be healed in the name of Jesus. All pain go right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Okay. Now, Brent, uh, kind of, how would you check it? Would bending check it, or what's the best way to check it? Uh, just twisting. Twisting? Like that. Okay. Bending a little bit. Okay. So if you were at a 10 before, where are you at now? Do not be nice to me. It's the same. It's 10. Yeah. So give me a number every time. Okay. So if we hit a place where nothing changes, we're going to go after the spiritual element, okay? So if there's not a shift in it, we're going to go after that, okay? Let's, huh? Oh. Oh, you were talking to him. Yeah, he had an x-ray. Yeah, it's called spondylolisthesis. Okay, cool. Well, not cool. I don't mean that in a cool way. Spondylola. Okay. That's just, that's, that word is way above my pay grade. I can't even get to that word. Father, we just thank you for healing power. In the name of Jesus, right now, we just come against the spirit of infirmity. That would just come and try to attack Brent. In the name of Jesus, right now, get out. We break your hold. We root you out by the authority of Jesus Christ, command you to go right now. We break this off and we command this back to be healed right now. Completely restored. A separation, you said? We just command that separation to come together in the name of Jesus. Be healed by the authority of Jesus Christ. And all pain, just get out right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, check it again. Give me a number. Um, probably like four. Four, okay. Yeah. All right, so let's pray again. Father, we thank you for your healing power. In the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father, for your work here. And we forbid any more manifestation of pain by the authority of Jesus Christ. Right now, all pain, get out. Four, right now, we command you just go to a zero. Go. Right now. You may not stay. Back, be healed. Are you feeling anything happening back there? Feeling and tingling or heat or anything? Okay. That's, please always be honest. That's good. Right now, all pain, get out right now. Four, go to a zero. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Be released in Jesus' name. Okay, check it again. Battle four? Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's pray again. Mark chapter eight. Jesus prayed for the blind man how many times? How many times? Two times. He gets two, we get like 120, <laughs> 50, I don't know. So pray again. Part of the problem is that we always stop. Don't stop. Pray again. Something's happening. Something's working. Don't stop. You know, unless, I mean, you know, if you're just like worn out or something like that, you know, you can pick back up later, but just keep going if it's working. So, Father, we just thank you for healing power. We thank you for bringing this down to a four. And right now, we just command this four to go to a zero. We forbid any more manifestation of pain. Right now, we just root out every work of the kingdom of darkness that's trying to attack Brent. You have no right here. We break your hold. Go now. Get off of his back. Back, be released. I'm going to blow over the back. Don't, don't be alarmed. Get out right now. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Okay, check it again. About a four. About a four. About Okay, wait, three or a four. Don't be <laughs> nice. Let's give it a four. Let's I'll give it a four. four. Yeah. All right, now let me show you something, okay? What's your What's your name? Stay right here. Come over here if you would. Robin? Robin? Okay. And what where, where what part of your back is is it right in there? Upper hip. Lower, how long has that been going on? Since I was 19. Since you were 19. What, were you in an accident or something? Uh, boxing. Boxing. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and so do you know what's going on? Do you know what's exactly taking place? Is it degeneration? or Just uh, my back's out of line and the muscles try to pull it back in place. And they say that's what causes the okay. constant pain. Okay. And, and tell me your name again. Robin. Robin. Okay. Robin, turn this way if you would. Okay, Brent, do me a favor. Just put your hand just right there. All right. Now, would you repeat after me? Yes. You mind praying this? Father. Father. I thank you for Robin. Thank you for Robin. And I thank you for healing power. And I thank you for the healing power. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I command this back. I command this back. Line up right now. Line up right now. I command the vertebrae to come into place. I command the vertebrae to come into place. Muscles make way. Muscles make way. Nerves be loosed. Nerves be loosed. And just command all pain get out right now. And command all pain to get out right now. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. Be healed. Be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Robin, if we started out at a 10-level pain, I want you to check it however you check it, twisting, turning, bending, however you would check it. If it started off as a 10, it check it good. Me very bad tonight. It wasn't bothering me very bad tonight. But it's Wherever it was at, let's give it a 10. And then, and then whatever pain level, even if it was low, let's give that a 10. And then zero is no pain. Where are you at now? It's the same as it was. Same as it was. Okay, come back here again. All right, so we're going to go for what? The spiritual thing, okay? All right, so turn this way, Robin, if you would. Just put your hand back there, okay? Ready? Yeah. Okay. Father? Father. I thank you for healing power. Thank you for healing power. And I thank you for Robin. I thank you for Robin. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. Spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity. I bind you right now. I bind you right now. One of the things, spirit of fear. Spirit of fear. I break your hold. I break your hold. And I command you to get off of his back. And I command you to get off of you his back. You have no right here. You have no right here. I command this back. I command this back. To be healed. To be healed. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. All pain, get out right now. All pain, get out right now. And I just command the muscles to be at peace. I command the muscles to be at peace. And nerves be loosed. And nerves be loosed. For the glory of Jesus Christ. For the glory of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Check it. Check yours. Give me a number. Uh, a two? So it went from a ten to a two. Yeah. Okay. All right, come here. What about you? Four. Still four? Still four. Okay. That's all right. Hang with yeah. me. You all right? Yeah, I'm cool. Okay. Are you encouraged? Yeah. You, do you like have like a famous healing ministry or something like that? Or yeah? It died out. Car- died out. <laughs> Dude, you need to stick around this weekend for sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Turn that way, Robin, again. So put your hand back there if you would. All right. Ready? Yes. Father. Father. I thank you for healing power. Thank you for healing power. I thank you uh, for um, Robin. <laughs> Sorry, man. Thank you for Robin. <laughs> Thank you for Robin. 
By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I command this back. I command this back. To be completely healed. To be completely healed. I command all pain to get out right now. I command all pain to get out right forbid now. Forbid any more manifestation of pain. And forbid any more manifestation. Command of pain. the muscles to be uh, released. Command the, the muscles to be released. And vertebrae line up. And vertebrae line up. And just cartilage between the bones. And the cartilage between the bones. Be restored right now. Be restored right now. And I just declare, and I, and I declare the best night's sleep for the Robin. The best night's sleep for Robin. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be Amen. healed. Okay. Now, check it again. I'm trying to help you. I'm like. <laughs> Zero? Okay, check yours. Three, okay. <laughs> Do you mind coming up? No, stay here. Do you mind staying here? Do you mind staying Ma'am, do you mind coming up? Did you did you come up for, for this too? Okay, and what, what happened with you? It's uh, Monday. I was getting up. And this this past Monday? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have other things wrong with my brain. <laughs> Tell you, I mean, my file's like this big, but um, Monday I was trying to get up, and it's like if you gave me the proper – costume i could be in a mel brooks movie and i don't like mel brooks it's always you know, like this and so you're in pain and is, is that in into here. the ribs or, or not not no, ribs hips sorry i've been sleep deprived today <laughs> say it again it's just right here in my back just right there in the back okay so um what are what are some of the other things that's going on with you oh i could have a knee replacement if i wanted to right now but i choose to wait till i'm a little older my this ankle, knee yeah okay and that same ankle on this yeah. side? Okay. And that's why sometimes my lower back. Probably for compensating, overcompensating. Okay. Yeah. And what's your name again? I'm sorry. Anita. Anita. Okay. Come, come over here, Anita, if you would. Just kind of turn this way. Robin, would you come and just put your hand just right here? And then um, Brent, come over and just put your hand just on her lower part of her back. All right. Ready? Yes. Um, Father. Father. I thank you for Anita. Thank you for Anita. And I thank you for healing power. And I thank you for healing power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Vertebrae. Vertebrae. Line up. Line up. Right now. Right now. Can you snap your fingers? Pain, get out. Pain, get out. I command this back. I command this back. To be healed. To be healed. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. All pain, go right now. All pain, go right now. You may not stay. You may not stay. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Be healed. Amen. Amen. Okay. I need to kind of bend and check it or twist, however you would do, just to check that the back. If it was at a 10 when you came up here, and zero would be no pain, where are you at now? I wouldn't – I can't say that because I took two pills today. <laughs> let me, but let me but, ask, but let it me does feel a little better. Let I me mean, ask you this. If you were, were you, you were feeling pain when you came up here. Uh, you know, there was a stiffness. Okay. It's like let's the pain take, was um, – Let's take the stiffness. If the stiffness was at a 10 – What's the difference now? If it was zero, it would be no stiffness. Don't be it's, nice. It's darn near there now, but I wouldn't give it a zero right now. I mean, I give me give me any number. Ooh, any, two. Two. Okay. And let me tell you the reason why we do that. Because I I would pray for people, and they would say I'm better, and I thought they were completely healed, and they would be like, oh, this and this and this, you know, and then and then they would come back later and they would go, oh no no no, it didn't totally go away. It was just down to a two or down to a three. And so the numbers tell us where, you know, to go. You know, it tells us, uh, you know, a, a goal, okay? So what did you say again? Three, two? 
What did you say? Two. Okay, so turn back this way just a little bit. Now we're going to take it a step further, guys. Okay? Check your back, too, real quick. Three. Okay. So uh, turn turn this way, if you would. It's Anita, right? Okay. So put your hand back there again. Father? Father. Are we born, you guys? Is this helpful? Are you learning anything? Okay. Father? Father. I thank you for healing power. I thank you for healing power. And I thank you for Anita. I thank you for Anita. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I command this back. I command this back. To go to a zero right now. To go to a zero right now. I just command perfect alignment. I command perfect alignment. Any degeneration of bones. Any degeneration of bones. Be restored. Be restored. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Uh, I speak to this knee. I speak to the knee. And I command the uh, cartilage to be restored. I command the cartilage to be restored. Uh, meniscus be restored. Meniscus to be restored. Be healed. Be healed. All pain get out. All pain get out. Same for the ankle. Same for the ankle. Right now. Right now. All pain go. Pain go. Be completely restored. Completely restored. For the glory of our great king. For the glory of our great king. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, now check it again. Check the, the back first. twist or whatever you need to do. Don't be nice. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's really about the same. I mean, I guess maybe I'm, I'm so used to pain. So when you say it's about the same, so still two? Yes. Okay, check your knee. How would you check your knee? Would like stepping up check your knee, or would be, or would it just well, like dipping down, or how would we check your knee? Well, that's best. That's as far as I've been able to do my knee since '83. And where can you do it now? That's the same. It's the same place. Okay. Yeah. So is so there's, is there any pain in the knee, or is it just stuck? I I can't remember exactly. So if you were if it was at a ten before, where is it at now? Don't be nice. I mean, well, okay, we've we've. Figured out you're not going to be nice, so that's good. That's a good thing for what we're doing here. I would say it's probably about a five. About a five? All right, check the ankle. Roll the ankle or however you would check that. If it was at a ten before, where is it at now? An eight. An eight? Okay. Somebody Is somebody having a problem with the shoulder where you can't lift it up past a certain place or that it's it hurts really bad? Come up here if you would. Anybody else? Was there another shoulder? I mean, there's shoulders all over the place, but I mean, (laughs) I guess I need to be more specific. Okay, just stay right here if you would. Okay, come back over here, Anita. Okay, and so five, eight, and two. Okay, so you ready? Yeah. Go to work? Is this, you need a towel, bottle of water, you're worn out? Okay. Are you encouraged? Yeah. Cool. Just put your hand just over her shoulder right there or just, you know, anywhere. Father, Father, I thank you for healing power. Thank you for healing power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I just command this back. I just command this back to be completely healed. Be completely healed. I command full mobility. I command full mobility of this lower back. Of the lower back and knee. And knee. 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 Be restored right now. Be restored right now. Five. I command you to go to a zero. Five. I command you to go to a zero. And I just command that ankle. I command the ankle to go from an eight to a zero. To go from an eight to a zero. Right now, right now, we break, 
we break the power of infirmity the power of infirmity off of anita's identity off of anita's identity we break that hold we break that hold and we speak to the spirit speak to the spirit of infirmity of infirmity that is tried to attach to her that is tried to attach to her and we command you get off right we now command you to get you off you are a liar right you're a liar and we break your hold we break your hold now body be restored right body now body be restored right in now in jesus name in jesus name amen okay now anita if you can Check first the back, because that's where we started. It's still the same. Check the knee. Hold my hand. It's still the same. Still five. Give me, give me numbers every time if you can, please. It's check the, the ankle. It's still the same. Okay. Did you check the ankle? Okay. Still an eight? Okay. Now, let's come here. Where, which shoulder is it for you? That's it. Show me. And you're hitting pain right there? How long has it been going on like that? Uh, since last Thursday. Since last Thursday? What would you do? I uh, separated at football practice. Oof. Been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Come here. Now, Anita, put your hand just right there. What's your name? Gabriel. Gabriel? Come here, Brent. All right. Now, Anita, just repeat after me. Okay? Father? Father? I thank you for Gabriel. I thank you for Gabriel. And I thank you for healing power. I thank you for healing power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I just command the shoulder. I just command the shoulder. To be repaired right now. To be repaired right now. I command full mobility. I command full mobility. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I command it to be completely restored right now. I command it to be completely restored right now. All pain get out. All pain get out. All stiffness go. All stiffness go. I command the shoulder to be healed. I command the shoulder to be healed. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Check it. That's still a ten. Still a ten. Yeah. Okay. All right. And when you when you when it happened, was it when you're feeling the pain? Where is it exactly? Is it happening? Right here in the pubic of my neck, right here. So that's not rotator cuff. What is that right in there? Just like the muscular, you think? Okay, so put your hand put your hand there again. Let me explain something to you. When I said that about identity, it's not it's not something you've done. You understand? I want you to make sure you understand that. This is not something you've done. This is something the enemy is trying to come at you with. This is not you. Okay, so I want you to be free from any of that. Okay, Father. Father. I thank you for healing power. I thank you for healing power. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Shoulder. Shoulder. I command you to be healed. I command you to be healed. I break. I break the power. The power of this attack. Of this attack. Off of Gabriel. Off of Gabriel. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I just command this muscle. I just command this muscle to be repaired. To be repaired. I command this uh, rotator cuff. I command this rotator cuff to be repaired. To be repaired. Full restoration. Full restoration. I command all pain to go right now. I command all pain to go right we now. We break it off right now. We break it off right now in Jesus' name. By the name. authority of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Check it again. Still a 10? Yeah. Okay. Check your back. Mm, it's still a 3. Still a 3? Okay. Yeah. And what, is it, with, which shoulder is it for you? How long has that been going on? I had surgery in June. You had surgery in June? Is that, but you, you probably injured it before that time? Or you injured it in June? 
No, it was <coughs> a bone spur that cut into the tendon. So okay. I probably had that for a while, but they did the surgery in June. Okay, okay. All right, just come right here if you would. All right, we're going to pray for him again, okay? Just put your, put your uh, hand right there, Anita. And Brent, put your hand there too. Do me a favor, just put your hand on his shoulder too. And, and it's, it's not to bypass them, but I want to demonstrate something here. Okay, for them. Do you mind praying? Not at all. All right. <laughs> Father, Father, we thank you for healing power. Thank you for healing power. And we thank you for Gabriel. Thank you for Gabriel. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. I just command the shoulder. Command the shoulder. Right now. Right now. To be completely healed. To be completely healed. All pain, get out. All pain, get out. I just command uh, the cartilage. I command the cartilage. Be restored. Be restored. Muscles be restored. Muscles be restored. All pain, go. All pain, go. By the authority of Jesus By Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. Right now. Right now. We forbid. We forbid. Any more. Any more. Manifestation of pain. Manifestation of pain. In Gabriel's shoulder. In Gabriel's shoulder. For the glory of Jesus Christ. For the glory Christ. of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> I like the way you pray. <laughs> All right, check it out. It's like a six. Okay. Check your shoulder. Hmm. <laughs> Where are you at? If it was at a 10 when you wow. came up here. <laughs> Where are you at? Well. Don't be okay, nice. Okay. It depends on which way I move it. Maybe a Move two. it every maybe, which maybe way you two. want. From a maybe a 2. Maybe a 2. Okay. So you was in a lot of pain, so when, you, lot of pain, pain when you got here. Okay. Now, let me, let me explain something. She's sowing and she's reaping. He was at a four and went down to a three. What just happened? You feel it. <laughs> what? Rushes. Rushes, yeah. I, I, I love those. <laughs> I'm like, let it spread. <laughs> we all want some of that. Um, okay, and you were at what? Check your knee. Check your knee. Where you at? If you were at a five. I would give my knee a four. A four. But my back has gone up. Your back's gone up. Well, that's that's also a sign of a spiritual attack. We're gonna we're gonna keep going after that, okay? <laughs> you know what that means? They need to go home and sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if if you're if this is exhausting for you, feel free to sit down. I don't want you to be exhausted, okay? All right. Don't feel bad. This is that's that's not a defeating thing. It's totally understandable because we can pick back up at any time, okay? Okay. So um so you're at six. Six. Okay. Let's come back, go at it again, and pray the spread of the Russians. <laughs> we all want to be Russians before it's over. All right, Father. Father. I thank you for healing power. Thank you for healing power. And I thank you for Gabriel. Thank you for Gabriel. By the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. Are you feeling that? Are you feeling any tingling or any heat there? Yeah, it's all over you. I could feel it even like way over here. Right, right now? Right now, I just command the shoulder. Just command the shoulder to be completely repaired. To be completely repaired by the authority of Jesus Christ. By the authority of Jesus Christ. All pain go. All right pain now. go right now. Can you snap your fingers? <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be completely restored. Be completely restored. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. Yeah, she's got the snap down right there. All right, check it out. 
still six. Still six? Yeah. Check yours. I'm feeling fine. <laughs> now see, it's, it's the sowing and reaping thing, and and it's it's really something. Uh, it let me let me can I tell you guys a quick story? Everybody okay? I, I, hopefully I'm not abusing you by keeping you too late. Let me let me tell you guys a story. Like my kids, my my boys, like they my my oldest son. As a as a form of persecution, he he was like jumped. Two different times, knocked out, left unconscious, laying in the middle of the street. One point, they drug him to the middle of the street for him to get run over because he was sharing his faith, because he was praying for people. And when when after that had happened, and and that actually just happened to my my seventeen year old son, uh, just um, what night was it, Chase? Just uh, Thursday night. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, too, again. And you know what? I'm, I am blown away by my kids. You know what my son, my, my son, my oldest boy, how he responded to that is he went after every one of those boys until every one of them came to Christ. Every one of them. Matter of fact, one of the boys is in Father of Lights. He's there in the park with us as an interpreter. And he was the one who had drug him out to the street. And God, God, you know, just uses his kid all the time. And my other son, just Wednesday night when that happened with him, he's, his response was, and I ended up putting it on Facebook because he didn't put it on there. He was just talking on the phone. He goes, Dad, he goes, when you get back, I mean, he had a kid got cut above his eye, cut on the side of his face. They came up behind him, grabbed his legs without him knowing it, and pulled him in the air to where his face just smashed on the ground. I mean, he should have broken his nose, his jaw, I mean, everything. And he said, Dad, he goes, when you get back, he goes, let's go to the hospital and let's just do some crazy healings in the emergency room just to make the enemy pay for this. Now, let me tell you something. That's God's style of revenge. That's God's style of revenge. Because what, what is happening here is we're destroying the works of the enemy. You know, sickness, death, destruction, you know, Murder, rape, you know, uh, abuse, all of these things are a part of the kingdom of darkness. And so when we're going and we're doing healing, when you and I see this work, we see we, we can walk in this room and see healing taking place. And it almost smells like a sweet fragrance. It's, almost, it's beautiful. You know what Satan comes in when he sees this? What he sees? He sees carnage. He sees blood up and down the aisles and all over. He sees body parts and carnage laying around. Why? Because his kingdom is being destroyed. And so when we go out with the love of Christ, when we go out with that passion of Christ, and we go and we and, and we go to, to pray for the sick, to see them healed, give words of knowledge, see people hear hope, the message of hope, and not that of God abandoning them or being angry at them, but that he loves them and is relentlessly pursuing them. You know, as we go and do that, we are destroying the works of the evil one. And that's what this weekend's about. And so what, what's happening is that God is using, all of us leave this place as wounded healers. That's the gospel. And God using somebody who's, who was wounded, who was hurt to bring healing to others is the gospel. It tells, it screams to the world there's hope for them. And so that's, that's, what, we're, that's what we're doing. So... You know, I, I want to encourage you with that. Let's do this only because of time. I just realized how, how, how late it's getting. It's it, and I'm, I keep looking at my watch and I'm still on central time and you guys are not on central time. Let's do this. We're, we won't stop. We're, we're not stopping with with 
healing stuff. But let's let's all stand if we would. I just want to make sure and respect your time, too. I'm going to step up here just for a minute. If you guys want to just grab the front row or something like that, you can do that. We're... What I just want to pray just um, this evening is just a an empowerment of the Holy Spirit just to come on us. Just put your hands out, if you will, and just... Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. God, we thank you that you have been so gracious to empower your followers to do the things you did, to step into that ministry of Jesus. And Lord, we just come in that place of just being available for you to use. Just sing, fill us up, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, right here, right now. Pour out your reality in this room. Fill us up. Filled with the Spirit of the Living God. If you're just feeling just that tingling on you, it could be on your hands, it could be over your shoulders, on your head, it could be heat, just a weight that's on you, your heart racing, tears, just something, just a, a sense of God's presence on you. You see it all over the room. If you're just, if you're feeling that, I just want you to step out from where you are and just step down here right now. Step up as close as you can, if you would. Mm. More, Lord. 
increase in this place. Turn it up. Turn it up. Spring up. Spring up, Wells. More, Lord. Let it spread. More, Lord. Go deep. Yeah, more, Lord. More. Turn it up. Turn it up in this place. There's those of you who are still standing back that if you're feeling like a buzzing in your hands or tingling in your fingertips, if you're feeling that, raise your hand up if you're still at your seat right now. If you have your hands, step up if you would. Back there, just step up if you would. That You're the ones I'm seeing it and I'm feeling it on. More, Lord. Come. Come. Fill them up. Go deep right there. Be filled. Come, Holy Spirit. More, Lord. Every part is saturate. Every part is healing in these hands right there. More, Lord. More, more. Increase. Increase. A fire fall. We just call just for that fire of God just to fall in this place right here. Ignite us with your presence. Fill. More, Lord. Mm. For some of you, it's just like a stirring in your stomach. You're just feeling like this jitteriness or butterflies. It's just, it's like God's just taking that poker and stirring in that fire. If you're feeling that, just raise your hand right now. I can see it. So, yeah. More, Lord. Increase right there. Stir right there. Go deep. More, Lord. Fill. <laughs> Fill. More, Lord. More, Lord. Increase. Increase. Fill them up. If you're standing back and you begin to feel it, just step up. Don't, you don't have to just be with the initial wave. More, Lord. Yep. Yes, Lord. More, Lord. More. Just go deep. Right here. Fill. Fill. Every part. Yes, sir. The Holy Spirit's just all over you. More, Lord. Increase. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fill right there. Go deep. Go deep. It's just right there. More, Lord. Fire. Yeah. You feel that? It's right there. I can see it all over you. More, Lord. Increase right here. Fill them up. Fill them up. Let's go deep. Go deep. More, Lord. Let's fan that flame. More, more, more. Increase right here. Increase. Yeah. God's breaking depression off of people too tonight. Just I just saw it just like breaking that. Lord, we just called us for that release of joy to break that power, that oppressive weight right here. We break it in the name of Jesus. Go by the authority of Jesus Christ. 
And Lord, just let that stirring of that well just go deep. More, fill, fill. Go deep. More, Lord. More. Increase right here. Fill them up. Fill them up. More, Lord. More, more, more. More of you. Come, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Father, we just call this for that volume of your spirit just to turn it up. God, just go to 11. Go to that place. Just take all the way. Just add that notch and go right there. More, Lord. Fill them up. Fill them up. Increase, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Fill right now. Blessing, Lord. More, Lord. Increase right there. Fill every part. Every part. Go deep. Be filled. Increase right here. More, Lord. More, Lord. Fill. Some of you just, I just saw this, the Lord pouring oil out over your hands. And it may feel like even a little sweaty or something like that, but it's actually oil. God's just releasing oil, healing oil in your hands. More, Lord. Increase. It's called just for that manifestation, just of healing oil. More, Lord. Come. Come. If you're here and are part of the ministry team and you're just uh, standing back, if the Lord's touching you, keep receiving. But if you just see somebody that you just see God moving on, just join in with that right now. Fill every part. God's just doing a restoring work in your family. In the name of Jesus, just this restoration. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill right there. Go deep. Every part. Every part. Better sleep. Better sleep. Just all that stuff right here. Just break right now. In the name of Jesus, release. Come. Fill. Fill. More, Lord. More. Go deep. Go deep. More, Lord. Increase. Increase. Fill. 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 More, Lord. More. More. It's all over you. Just put your hands out. Just like that, man. Yeah. Fill. Lord, just release. Manifest presence right there. Increase. Increase. More, Lord. More. More. Just let it spread. Let it spread. Go deep, Father. Right there. Increase. More, Lord. Fill them up. Fill them up. Call for hot hands. Just hot hands and healing anointing. Go deep, Holy Spirit. Right here. More. More. Every part. Every part. More. Fill. 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 More, Lord. More. More. Just turn it up. Turn it up. Yes. Yes, Lord. Increase. Fill. 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 Go deep. Go deep. More, Lord. More. Increase right here. Fill. Every part. Go deep. Fill her up. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. Lord. Just release it. Let it go. More, more, more. Fill. Father, just lavish your love on us. As your children, Lord, as ones that you love, just lavish it on us. Just pour it out. Go deep. More, Lord. More. Fill us up. Increase. Increase. Right here. More, Lord. More. Fire. Fire. Fire of your spirit. Go deep. Go deep. Fill. Fill. Those of you, you're feeling that, still feeling that uh, tingling, or you've started to feel that tingling or that heat on your hands. If that's you, lift your hands up right now. Because the Lord is just releasing healing anointing just in hands. And so, Father, we just say, just increase right there. Just let that increase of that healing power just come right here, right now. Come, Holy Spirit. 
Fill every part. Go deep. Fill. More, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Fill. Increase right here. More, Lord. More. 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 Healing. Healing power. Just wash through these bodies right here. Fill. Fill. Go deep. More, Lord. More. More, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's just another wave coming. Yes, Lord. Just release that wave in the name of Jesus. More. Fill them up. Fill them up. Go deep. Increase right here. Fill. 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 Every part. Go deep. More, Lord. Every part. Lord, just as you breathed on your disciples and said, be filled with the Spirit, and they were... Lord, we just release just that fresh infilling right here. Every part. Go deep. More, Lord. More, Lord. More. Fire. Fire. It's fresh fire. Just right here. Right here. Go deep. Go deep. More, Lord. Fire of your spirit. More, Lord. More. Fill them up. Every part. Go deep. More, Lord. More. Right there. Increase over them right now. Fill them up. Fill them up. More, Lord. More. More of you, Lord. Just your blessing and just a flow of your spirit. Come. Be filled. Every part. Every part. More, Lord. Make these hands high. Healing anointing. Healing power. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill them up. Let's go deep right here, right now. More, Lord. More, Lord. More. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. Come. Be filled. Every part. Go deep. All the way through. Come, Holy Spirit. More, Lord. More. More of you. Yes, Lord. Increase right here. Be filled. Every part. Go deep, Lord. Go deep. More, Lord. More. 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 